The Grand Portage National Monument on Lake Superior has a new superintendent. Many say it's a historic moment. Alex V. Sapoli reports. A few miles from the Canada border, Heather Boyd walks the grassy site among the pines. Today, she is wearing a pin given to her by the Grand Portage Band of Lake Superior Chippewa, the tribe that has been co-managing the site with the Park Service for decades. She is also wearing a traditional native ribbon skirt, striped in red, white, and black. The ribbon skirt represents resiliency and identity and just like empowering as a woman. A woman in a management position that I'm the first Anishinaabe and the first woman to ever lead here. So, yeah. Many say her appointment is an important step in the co-stewardship of the national site, which is within the boundaries of the Grand Portage Indian Reservation. As superintendent, she oversees all operations, from personnel and maintenance to guest interactions. I understand. I understand living in a tribal community. It brings a different perspective. And I think that that's, you know, one of the things they saw on me. April McCormick is secretary-treasurer for the Grand Portage Tribal Council. At the council building just down the road, McCormick says Boyd's appointment is essential. We're really trying to have our leadership be reflective of who we are. McCormick says even though Boyd is from a different Anishinaabe band, the Red Cliff Band of Lake Superior Chippewa in Wisconsin, she is one of them. She has a deep understanding of tribal government and protocol and also just understanding the value of our culture and traditions and how we're telling our story for national parks. Whose worldview, whose lenses are we using? The National Park Service announced Boyd's appointment last summer. She's only recently moved from Michigan, where she worked for Isle Royale National Park for 14 years. Through my career with the Park Service, I don't see a lot of Indigenous people. The choice of the ribbon skirt instead of the National Park's typical khaki and green uniform is one way Boyd is already making an impact on the site's culture. As I go to different meetings, I'm the only one in a ribbon skirt in a room. And so breaking that barrier so people feel like this is a regular thing that they see, that means a lot to me. She also wants to see more community events like a recent Ojibwa language roundtable at the monument, which includes a heritage center with museum and art gallery. She wants to blend the Grand Portage Band's powwow with the monument's rendezvous, both large annual events hosted in August. Well, it's celebrating both cultures, right? Being able to like encourage not only visitors here, but to encourage them to go up to the powwow too. Boyd also works with Grand Portage member Anna Duchamp, the chief of interpretation at the monument, to refine the site's storytelling, including audio that visitors can play at the site, about the Anishinaabe, rice, and maple sugar for the trade. Our needs are simple. Fur traders, no life so happy as a voyager's life. And the others that followed. We talk about heritage and culture here on a daily basis. Like, we try to identify how we can interpret that or share that with the visitor in a meaningful way. Joseph Bauerkemper is a professor and director of the Tribal Sovereignty Institute at the University of Minnesota Duluth. He says Boyd's hiring is important, but not surprising. Sophisticated leadership at Grand Portage has worked very effectively in partnership with the National Park Service for many years. And so this is not a radical shift in that relationship, but it's a significant improvement in that relationship. Indigenous people make up 50 percent of the full-time staff at the National Monument which Boyd says is unusual. 
When I first started with the Park Service, I wasn't promoting my heritage and my culture because it didn't feel right. Where here, I, I feel like I, I'm empowered to do that. It feels awesome. The National Monument grounds are open year-round. The historic depot opens for the season, Memorial Day weekend. I'm Alex V. Cipolli, NPR News, Grand Portage. This story was made possible in part by the Minnesota Legacy Amendments Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.